Hey, 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 guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get to it. It is April the 27th. Guys, can you believe that it's April the 27th? I can't believe it's April the 27th. I think somebody I dated had the birthday on, has a birthday today. Someone I'm not in touch with, but I digress. How are you? What's going on? I am very, very pleased to be doing this episode, not just because I love podcasting, but because I have energy, I have life. Um, I was describing it on Facebook that, uh, so whether you're new to this podcast or you haven't heard oh, tuned in in a while, or if you're somebody that's been keeping up with hope, um, doesn't matter. What matters is I got off track of my thinking, but what matters is that regardless if you're new or not new, whether you've been tuning in or not tuning in, I'm here to tell you I had cycle number four of chemo treatment as I am an ovarian cancer uh, survivor slash patient at the moment. And it was no bueno. It was not fun. Um, not that any time one does chemo is ever considered or categorized in the fun department, but definitely was not extra fun. <laughs> I know that I'm not saying that right, but it was extra no fun, extra no bueno this past uh, Wednesday. So I am currently going through cancer treatment for a third bout of ovarian cancer. So basically you get it the first time, then you have a, a, a recurrence, which it was the second time that cancer came and, and I didn't have it in my body. And now it's the second recurrence. So technically I'm on my third fight or battle or journey uh, or chapter or whatever you want to call it with ovarian cancer. And I'm on the fourth treatment of six prescribed treatments and I'm very happy to say that I'm over the hump that number four is done with but I'm not happy to report that the chemo even the day of chemo was uh, really hard on my body so of the four treatments it's been basically 50% of the treatments have gone well in the sense of no kind of like stuff going on while I'm going through treatment but the other 50% uh, which is two of the four um, have been hard on the body in, in the sense of uh, back pain so it's it's like all of a sudden while I'm getting the infusion while the chemo is going in my body I get a sudden a burst of sharp, uh, very painful um, back difficulties. I know I could have said that a different way, but I got a lot of pain in my back, basically. And it's nothing that I'm doing, and it's really nothing that can be controlled. It's it's the chemo going in my body, and it's hurt. It it hurt. It hurts so bad. So the first time I went through chemo, it didn't happen. The second time I went through chemo, it did happen. But the second time, it was not just back pain. It was a lot of nausea at the same time, which is a double whammy, which I'm happy to report that that didn't happen this time. The third time, nothing happened. And now the fourth time, um, a lot. Like in it, in it, And it happened much quicker than it did this first time. It just, I think, within 
I think it takes about an hour and a half for the chemo to go through. And it's one particular chemo. They label it, well, it's the color red. And I've mentioned this before, and they call it the Red Devil. And it, um, I can see why. I can see why, because it is evil, like the devil. And, uh, yeah, so about an hour in, it started to really, really affect me. And it got to a point where I'm like almost wanting to cry because the pain is so bad. Now, because of what happened on the second time of getting chemo, I ended up taking in, you know, my, uh, my Vicodin and the doctor ordered Vicodin, not specifically for that chemo reason, but because I had shingles and it's very painful, but I'm very grateful to have, to have those pills because I hate taking them guys. I'm not a pill papa. And I don't like the way it makes me feel. I don't like the dry mouth that it gives me and the like, like I've been drinking, but I haven't been drinking the next day feeling. But there comes a time when you need it. And considering Texas doesn't allow marijuana or cannabis, I just recently heard that the people in the industry of cannabis do not like the, the wording of cannabis being called marijuana or other words that have been used through the years to describe a cannabis. And something about it, it's kind of seen as derogatory because cannabis is, is, is not a bad thing. And those words were created in, in, in a, to put a bad light on, on the substance, drug, what, what have you. But at any rate, Texas is one of the states that doesn't allow uh, marijuana for not just recreational use of course but for medicinal purposes or at least not all of texas i don't I haven't done my research but i definitely don't see any signs and flyers and pamphlets for hey get your mirror and get your cannabis here if you're going through treatment it will help you so until i start seeing those i'm pretty sure it's just not still allowed texas probably will be the last state and uh anywho um I don't know if it would have helped anyway, unless I would have gotten some of that in my system before chemo, because I took half of Vicodin. And let me tell you, I'm not good with, you know, a strong medication. I'm usually half of one will put me to sleep, but because I've been taking them a little bit more, it's not affecting me as much. It still can put me to sleep, but it didn't make any difference with my body when the pain started in my back. And so because of that, I popped another one and then it got so bad that I popped another. So it was basically a half of one, then another half, which made a hole and then another half. So I took one and a half Vicodins that day and thank the Lord. It finally started to like subside the pain because it was just torturous. And so, yeah, that wasn't fun, but thankfully it never came back as far as like because there's a certain feeling and there's a certain spot where it's affected by the chemo i have back pain from an accident that i had in a vehicle um, back in 1999 in the military that's a different kind of back pain you know we we know our bodies so we know what kind of pain we're uh, we're going through and we know where the the pain is you know where specifically the pain is so the chemo pain in the back the back pain from chemotherapy is different than the back pain from the injury I had when I was in the military and if you know even just other mechanical back pains so yeah and that's important to say because it's not like oh that's just the back pain from 
your military injury. No, dude, it is. I'm sorry. No, bruh. It is definitely caused by the chemo. And and there's there's writings about it. You know, there's articles about chemo can cause back pain. So anyway, so that wasn't fun. But like I said, it was good that it didn't stay longer than it was there. And it didn't come back. Guys, I talk about just feeling out of out of it. Like I said at the beginning of this, I, I worded it in the Facebook um, status that I put out today. That it, it's like imagine that vampires do exist, and one of the vampires got their hands on my neck and sunk their teeth into the vein that take all that blood out of me. And they drained me to where there was nothing left. I mean, that's kind of how I felt, guys. And it's not a pretty image, I'm sure, but it's, it's about as accurate to describe as I can, as, as it really felt for me. And, uh, and I share this, like I said, also on social media, that I don't share to have people sad for me. I don't share for people to pity me. I share because really that old cliche saying cliche saying is sharing is caring and by sharing my story i'm letting people know the grittiness the ugliness of what cancer is about what chemotherapy is about in the hopes that maybe i could scare them scare you to where you will listen to your body where you'll pay attention to your body where you will not miss the signs and symptoms of ovarian cancer or any cancer for that matter and if if you know at first i just like i don't want to scare you but now i'm like dude i want to scare you because if scaring you makes you do something that's good for you that makes you stay healthy and fit and you catch a possible cancer early where you'll have to not have to go through chemotherapy where you'll maybe get to keep one of your ovaries or both of your ovaries or again if if it's another type of cancer where you won't have to to go through nearly have even half of what I've gone through, then it's worth it. And I, I'm happy to scare you. So that's why I share. And plus, I know people that are listening to this, um, want to be updated because they're friends of mine and they want, they want to know how I'm doing. And I know it's one thing to read what I'm writing, but it's another thing to hear my voice because you can hear how somebody is in their voice as well. And I'm glad to, um, my mouth hasn't been affected. It usually doesn't get affected until the second or third week. But here's to praying that, that maybe it won't this time around. Realistically, I'm pretty sure it's gonna. But hey, one can hope and one can pray. So yeah. Um, so basically from last Wednesday to yesterday, well, to this morning, I was just depleted of energy. I mean, I went to the library to, to renew my uh, library card in, yesterday, and it was the counter, like the shelf, the counter shelf, whatever, um, was what's keeping me up. Like, I didn't know if I was going to be able to hold myself up because I just felt so weak. And thankfully, I, I despite my weakness, dis, despite feeling weak, I, I dragged myself to, to the park. And my stepdad was like, well, you shouldn't be really driving much because, you know, you're not, your faculties aren't right. And there's truth to that because my vision is also impaired a little bit. I mean, sleeping for, I think I slept for 36 hours. <sighs> no, maybe longer. Yes, <laughs> I think I slept for three days. Like, not continuously because, of course, I got to get up and go to the bathroom and, you know, drink some water and stuff like that. But I laid in the bed for three days solid. 
um, just getting up here and there a little bit because I just didn't have the energy to do anything else. And so my vision's kind of been messed up a little bit already from the last treatment in 2019. On my left eye in particular, I've got something going on with that. Um, my friend who is in the eye business, as I've said before, said that that can happen. People can even get cataracts uh, from the chemotherapy, which in Jesus' name, I am not allowing myself to even go there and think like that. This is just temporary. But I remember when I was driving to the park those two days, um, what was it, Tuesday, Mon Monday and Sunday, I, uh, I, uh, my equilibrium felt off. But thankfully, it's not even a five-minute drive, maybe three-minute drive. And, and of course, I, if I felt like I couldn't make it out of the parking lot, I wouldn't have gone anyway. But I needed to go out. I needed to walk. I needed to breathe, you know, the fresh air. Um and it helps my psyche. It really does good for your, you know, your emotional well-being. It's been proven. It's been documented. You know, it's good to get out there and, and just be a part of life. And even though I wasn't 100%, I don't even know, feel like I was 50%, it made me feel better. And so, of course, when I woke up this morning around 7 or 8, I was just pretty joyous and giddy because I felt like I was alive again. I felt like all that, all the, the blood and the energy that that vampire, that imaginary vampire took from me had been replaced and given me back and I'd been given a blood transfusion of energy. Um, and that, that felt really good. And it feels good to be able to, to do an episode today. So yeah, that's what's been going on with me. Um, I hope, hope you guys are doing way better. And, uh, I, I mean that with all my heart. I hope everybody that's tuning in is 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 doing better than than what oh hope is doing right now. And uh, and I don't mean that you know. Again, don't feel sorry for me. Don't pit me. But you know, I don't know. Maybe it'll make you smile and go, man, <laughs> my life I thought sucked, but uh, listening to talk time to hope, talk time with hope, I'm thinking my life ain't that bad. Why I wanted to make that in a country kind of weird accent, I do not know moving on so guys i want you to think about um praying sending good vibes good energy to the country of india um they're not doing so great right now with covid cases I just read uh, an article on cnn about like their numbers are probably un undercounted which i wouldn't be surprised with i mean that's what the biggest populated country in the world second to china and uh I mean, they, they could be losing, I, I think I read in the article that they may be losing 13,000 people a day, 13,000 people a day to COVID-19. That is on a scale that I can't even imagine. And what we have lost, our loss here in America is so devastating. It doesn't, you know, it pales in comparison to what the, the potential of loss is there in India. And I don't know, I think they were saying something about testing, not getting enough testing, not getting enough vaccines. It is a poorer country. And so I hope that the world comes together because this isn't just about America and it's not just about the European Union. This is about the world. This is about the human race. And we need to come together and we need to pray, but not just pray. We need to pray that specifically that 
that will reach out. America will reach out. Every country that has the ability um, to help them will help them in whatever ways they need help, because that is that's just just horrid. I can't. I mean, there was a, something in the article saying there's probably every family has been affected. Every family has been affected by COVID nineteen, and I know what that's like. On a personal level, I know what that's like. And I, I just, such devastation. So please keep them in your prayers and your thoughts and uh, remember them. Uh, if you don't pray, um, just send good vibes and love and light their way so they can get through this. Um, and they can be closer to maybe getting to where we are, uh, which is, you know, we're in a good place. And, I, and I'm moving on a little bit here. Thank you in advance. Uh, you know what? I have no affiliation to India. People have thought I look like I could be from India. Um, but I have a lot of friends there. And at the end of the day, we are part of the human race. And they're my brothers and sisters because God created all of us. We're all his children. So, yeah. Thank you. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we are doing well in America. little update. Let's see what's going on in the U.S. of A. We're doing well. Uh, somewhat. I um, mean... It's debatable when you think about like all kinds of stuff going on. Um, the one good thing that happened was that um, George Floyd's uh, murderer, and I will say it's his murderer, was convicted of all three three charges, um, and he will now. I don't know how much time he's going to spend in prison. I hope he's going to spend more than freaking two years or five years or seven years. But you know, I don't know. It's just. You just don't know because he was a police officer, but he was convicted. That's a big victory um, because he was murdered. George Floyd was murdered. There was no reason for that cop to do what he did. And he, even his own brothers in blue testified that that was not protocol and it wasn't what should have happened. And so, of course, there's a lot more to it, like people wanting to render help and, you know, aid. Um, but he, the officer didn't... Uh, didn't let them do that. So yes, uh, the killer, the murderer of George Floyd has been convicted and hopefully he will spend a long time behind, behind the prison bars. So that's one good thing that we, that I want to make sure I, I say, because it is a victory yet. There are still a lot of things that are going on against, uh, people of color, black people, um, injustices that are still going on. People during the trial for Derek Chauvin or whatever his name is, the murderer, I'll call him. Um, there was a black man that was shot. There was a 13-year-old Latin boy that was shot by police. And there's just so much bad going on. Not to mention the mass shootings that have been going on. I mean, there is so much evil in this world, guys. There is so much. It's hard. It's hard not to be sad. It's hard not to be kind of like what's our future going to look like if this is the trajectory that we're going that we continue to go in with this hate and this division and this anger and this malice which I might have to see which I have to say a lot of it is from the right the conservatives I will I'm not gonna mince words with that they why they're supposed to be the Christians and I've talked about this before but come on Christians really are you guys really the day of christian people that believe you know in jesus and to be like christ-like because i don't see it so much anger 
Not that anger is a sin, of course, but your anger and your malice and your hatred and your spewing misinformation, it's just sad. It's so sad. So I really pray for, for the human race, to be honest. But again, I'm not going to take away George Floyd's murder. I was convicted, and I think that is a hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, celebration. What else? What else? What else? Um, something else that I wanted to talk about, um, as far as like what's going on in America, is the craziness that a lot of people are getting the COVID vaccine, right? Like they're going in, they're like stoked and they're excited, and maybe they're not all excited, but they're like, "Hey, I want this vaccine and I want to get it, and yay, I'm gonna get it." And they go in and they post pictures and they say, "I got my first shot," and then they're like, "Hmm." I don't know if I really need that second shot. And and I'm like, what? Like, if you're going to get it, get the second shot. It's a two-shotter. It's a two-shotter vaccine or two-shooter. <laughs> um, semantics, whatever. Um, but they're, they're doing this. And why are they doing this? Why are they not going in for their second vaccine? Because of fear. Because of F-E-A-R, guys. Fear. They're hearing people say, oh, well, I got my second shot and uh, like not cool. Like I had flu-like symptoms and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, I don't want to feel that. I don't want to feel that. Nobody's saying, hey, I got the second shot and I died because, well, well, if they said they got the second shot and they died, they couldn't be posting about getting the second shot. Now, could they hope? <laughs> but seriously, like, and I've talked about this before in the previous, like, the, the numbers of deaths are so minuscule. And the majority of people, the majority of people getting the vaccine are doing fine and dandy. Yes, some, some of them are getting flu-like symptoms. And I have to admit, I don't want to experience that. But see, you guys got to understand, I am also going through cancer right now and I've got all kinds of side effects going on and I add shingles and I don't want to add to to uh, more pain of going voluntarily putting myself through more pain. Now, if you're a cancer person, you know, not a cancer person, that is really not the right word to say. If you're a person going through cancer and you're currently going through treatment and you don't want to get the vaccine because you'd want to deal with what's going on right now and in the present, which is you going through cancer treatment, then, hey, I'm right there with you. I know what you're, th- I know what you're feeling. There is some skepticism of taking that vaccine because you don't want to add on to what you're feeling. You don't want to add on to some of that misery of side effects. And that makes sense. But if you're not, going through cancer treatment, if you're not going through any kind of treatment that's causing you uh, side effects, such as, you know, uh, already having nausea and, and, and bone and joint pain and fatigue and stuff like that, then what the what? Just go take it. Just get it done with. It doesn't, if, even if, 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 if you get some of those flu-like symptoms, it doesn't last for about a day very maybe rare occasions are people lasting more than a day still is slim to none that you're going to get those side effects so gosh 
get the first one and get the second one and be done with it, guys. Be done with it so we can get to more people getting vaccinated. We need to be there. We need to get there so more of those variants of disease doesn't pass around. So that's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Because uh, I don't want to get into it because I said what I said in the previous uh, episode. Uh, but I did want to end with saying that we're almost at May. We're almost in May, guys. That means we're getting closer to the summer. Things are looking up. And I pray that people will start getting vaccinated more and people will go back for their second shot because there are people in India that are dying that are dying that could be 13,000 people a day dying in India who would love to have access to that vaccine who would love to be in your position so our self-entitled Americans who think you know we rule the world need to stop thinking that way and need to shut up sorry be quiet Pull up your sleeve and freaking get that second shot or go get that first shot and then go get that second shot because people aren't as fortunate as us to be where we are today when there are so many people out there that just don't have access like we do. So please pray for the world. Pray for the silly Americans. Wear your mask. Keep washing your hands. Do the things that you know we should be doing. And if you don't agree with the mask, don't hit on somebody as far as like, don't hit on anybody. Don't harass anybody because you don't think they should be wearing the mask. Let me tell you guys, if you walk up to Hope and you say, you're silly for wearing that mask, I'm going to show you the port that's in my chest and say, this is the port that chemo goes through. And I'm going through cancer right now. And I am wearing the mask to protect myself and to protect others. And if you do not like that, then you need to just walk away because uh, you're not nice. Stop it. Be more like Jesus. WWJD, what would Jesus do? He wouldn't go around harassing people because God forbid they want to keep themselves safe and protect others, right? Hello. So yeah, just live and let live, especially when people are trying to do things for themselves and to think about others as well and not just being selfish, entitled, but hoes. All right. All right. Capiche, capiche. This has been Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. As always, I'll see you on the flip side. God bless. Take care of one each other. Love one another. Be good to one another. And I shall see you on the flip side. Bye, guys.